Hey, Petey, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, oh my gosh, the internet's working in Mexico. All right. Let's, uh, you ready to do this? Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right, cool. Welcome to another edition of the Lions Football Show. I'm your host, Lance Cartelli. Joining me today from another country back in the States is Ryan Peterson. Ryan, how you doing? Oh, I'm joining you from uh, across the pond, right? Across the pond. <laughs> uh, what, what time is it over there? In, uh, it is one thirty-two over here, so two-hour difference. Okay. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, you're, you're deep in Mexico. Stupid time change. Yeah, the uh, the Warriors Celtics game started at nine here or eight here oh. last night. It throws me off. God, you might as well live in the East Coast, right? I know. I'm really, like the I miss my dog and the Pacific time zone, and that's it. Yeah, and the ocean. Beach. Well, I, I have the ocean here. Well, so that goes to the West Coast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can see it from here, so don't miss that too much. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get into this. So on today's episode, we're gonna you know get into some fantasy football. Two things, or one thing we both love, and we're gonna you know focus on more dynasty, but we're gonna do buy or sell. We're gonna pick ten players, and you tell me if you were gonna if you're buying or selling them. Just assume that you're. You're not in win now. You're not in rebuild, like just in a vacuum kind of thing. I know it's a little tougher, but we're still going to do it. So um, let's start with the first player on my list. I've got Cooper Cup. What do you think? Um, that is a that is definitely a sell for me. Um, yeah, assuming I'm not in win now mode right now, definitely right. Take advantage of that of that ceiling. Uh, I know he just got that huge deal as of yesterday, but. Uh, um, for me, a couple things is just uh, the age model. Um, he's going to be 29, I think. In he might be turned so. He's, he's, yeah, he's 29 or 30. Or 30. Yeah, he's, he's getting yeah. old. Yeah, just just on that that, de- that decline of uh, receivers and, and plus with the Rams, uh, they're in win now mode. But uh, Stafford's only got a you know a few more seasons left. Um, and he's injury you know, prone too. Exactly. So, and, and given, you know, Cup's injury history too, that's something I wouldn't really want to invest in long-term. So I think I'm, I'm selling here for sure. What do you, what do you think? hundred percent agree with you. He's, it's kind of crazy because he's coming off one of the greatest statistical seasons in the history of the wide receiver position. Oh yeah. Just signed that massive new contract you were just talking about. He's tied to the Rams for the next five years, but I'm hundred percent selling him. He's like you mentioned, he's that age cliff is approaching. He's about to turn 30 and there's really no way he can duplicate what he just did. Like, if you have one of the greatest statistical seasons ever, unless you're Jerry Rice, you're probably not doing that again. Mm-hmm. So he's really at that peak value. And I don't want to be – one of the things I'm definitely afraid of in Dynasty is getting stuck with holding the bag. And he's mm-hmm. a guy that, you know, he's great for a win-now team. But if you're not, even if you are a win-now team, you might want to sell him for maybe a younger win-now player. So definitely selling him. Yeah, if he if he could sell down a couple tiers, you know, maybe add a pick on top of that too, to get rid of like you said, even if you're if you're win now too, I think it's it's still a great move. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, if you can you know tear down and potentially either not have to add a pick if you can add a pick, that'd be even better. You know, if you have to add a pick and still get a guy you think can be a top ten receiver or potentially be, then uh, it makes it an easy sell. Who do you who do you think in your eyes? Uh, two or three guys you think that you could. Ooh, in that spot here with the Cooper Cup. You think like a Claypool maybe, or a, like T Higgins, or I would love to get T Higgins. Tearing down, I, yeah. I think I think T Higgins would be great uh, if you can get like a Jalen Waddle. I might even mm. tear down with like a even a Stefan Diggs or a DK Metcalf. Okay, um, yeah. 
something like that. Oh. I I think uh, if you can get like Pittman and like a, a first or second, that'd be really great. So those kind of guys are the guys that I'd be interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to our second guy on the list, Debo Samuel. What do you think? Um, man, I think I'm still selling. Uh, that's that's another point you brought up with the uh, Cooper Cup and how he's you know he'll never duplicate that type of year he had last year again. And uh, Debo, you know, it, does the does the Niners stuff in the off season kind of turn you off as far as all that drama, or is that just more of a smokescreen? I definitely. I mean, you have to take it into consideration that uh, that trade request is still out there. We haven't yeah. heard from him, but I don't think it's been rescinded. I don't think he goes anywhere. But no. you have to factor that in because if he goes anywhere yeah. else, his value goes down. He wants to get paid as a receiver, not as necessarily this like athlete type of position he's been put in. Which I mean, like he's producing like crazy and he's really good at it. But long term, he doesn't want to be that you know running back style type of receiver. So. Um, I think I'm selling if he can get, you know, something good for him. Um, just depends on the price. Uh, what, what do you think, Lance? Totally agree with you on this one as well. Uh, still young, just 26 years old, doesn't mm-hmm. turn 27 till next year, coming off that incredible season. But you're right. It's just like Cup where I don't think he can really duplicate what he's done. I actually have six reasons why I would sell him right now. Yes, six. And mm-hmm. here's uh, here's the list. Uh, we just mentioned it, only one year of elite production. That scares me. Uh, he's had a history of injuries and worrisome injuries to the lower body, especially his feet. Built yeah. like a running back, so he, he puts a lot more weight and pressure on his feet, and I don't see that aging well. He uh, still has that trade request that we mentioned, and if he does get traded, it gets downgraded. He no longer wants to play that wide back role, which I think helps his longevity, which is what you want in Dynasty, but it hurts his ceiling and his floor now. And uh, so that's four on to five. We don't know really how much the 49ers will pass in Trey Lance's first year as a starter. Would not be surprised if they really trend a more run heavy. And if they're doing that, they have a lot of mouths to feed in a low volume passing game. Brandon Ayuk out of the doghouse and apparently is having his best offseason. George Kittle is healthy again. And at the end of last year, Juwan Jennings really emerged as a number three, a reliable number three receiver. So I'm, I'm definitely selling Debo. Plus, if you're another franchise or you're a GM, say you wanted to add a talent like Debo, I mean, it, oh, sorry, I only want to do certain positions. I don't want to be, you know, what it was the Niners. Like, if if I'm thinking that, like, why would I trade for you if you're only going to be, you only want to do so many things, you know, for me, you know? Yeah, you're 100% right. Like, you know? what yeah. makes him valuable is he can play running back. He can do all these different things. And if he's already saying, I don't want to do that, then, yeah, why would I want to give up, you know, a Devontae Adams-like deal for right. him? Exactly. Yeah, I think you brought up all great points there. The especially the feet thing. I mean, we've we've seen running backs just deal with that, and they're just not the same dude two years down the road. So some of these guys yeah. get just traded or or, or cut. So and feet, you know, take care of those feet, man. It's, it's a big deal, especially later in life. So exactly, he only got <laughs> as <two> we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that always scares me, especially guys that are are heavier. Because he yes. is built like a running back. So the heavier yeah. guys, they, they really do scare me. It's nice that he, he stayed relatively healthy last year, but anything before that, that's the reason he was never – he only has that one year of elite production. Going a little off – sorry, going a little off here. Go ahead, no. Do you think a guy like Traylon has to worry about that? Since he's he's very young, but is he does he have to worry about the same things that Debo has to worry about right now? I, 
I would be worried about it. Obviously, he's younger, and he really hasn't mm. had those foot injuries or anything. But a guy yeah. that played at 240 is scary to me. Like, mm. that, he's a hard guy to take down. He's going to be a fun guy, and he should get a lot of yeah. you know, volume. But, yeah, anybody that is that big, and, you know, he's young. So you don't get skinnier as you age. It's harder to take, a, <laughs> as we know, it's harder to keep that yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, had it had to add a few more uh, fitness classes later in life than uh, than I used to. So you pretty much have to. But I'm not a pro athlete, so yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the third player on my list. I got Saquon Barkley here. What do you think about this one? Saquon's a sell, definitely. Um, I just you know he's getting a little older. He's got all those those um, the injury history. Um, I think that's something to factor, uh, especially if, say, you know, I know the rebuild doesn't really matter, but uh, I think even as a contender, if I could get a, you know, a, a you know, mid-tier receiver or two or something like that for him, um, and I just don't totally know where this Giants offense is going to go either. So I, if I could sell him and, you know, get something for next year or, you know, a couple players, I think it'd be, I think that'd be good. What, what do you think, Lance? So I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I think he makes some great points. I'm buying Saquon, but it's because I don't think you can get value for him right now because of the things you mentioned. So I, I kind of think his value is going to grow a little bit. So to me, he's just 25. He does have those back-to-back years of injuries, which practically ruined those seasons for him. Mm. Now in a new offense that doesn't really utilize running backs, that Bills-type offense, and a new regime that didn't draft him. So those are all the negatives, but I'm still buying because – it's two years removed from that torn ACL. This is usually when you get your athleticism and explosion back. The Giants really don't have a lot of depth behind him. Ton of questions at receiver. And I think, uh, you know, despite maybe the offense not utilizing running backs, I do think he's got a creative play caller who should use him in the right ways. You know, he's talking about his explosion coming back. I think he has a chance to get close to duplicating his rookie year, which was just incredible. I think he has top five running back potential. So if you have like a two-year window, he's a guy that I would definitely buy. And then if he if he finishes as a top five running back this year, you sell him in the offseason. But is he in the best shape of his life? I think he might be. After all this, you know? <laughs> Sounds like everybody is. Best shape of his life Even season. you. Yeah, yeah I, you're right. I, you know, in Mexico, you got to be in the best shape of your life. Yeah, that, that's why you're there, right? You're doing all those sand drills and, you, you know, preparing yeah, just that, did, uh, the ACL. Just did, I did water aerobics all morning. Nice. With the, the, the uh, what's it called, the pool noodles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, there we go. Uh, it was me and a bunch of eight-year-olds. It was nice. <laughs> nice. Stiff arm those little jerks. Yeah, I, I Saquon <laughs> Barkley them. Let's go to number four on the list, uh, Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about Aaron? Aaron. Aaron Aaron. I think I'm selling. Um, he's, you know, getting there. Obviously, the Andrew model comes into play, number one. Uh, definitely not the same type of quarterback with his legs necessarily either. And I think if right. you're a dynasty player, you're looking to, kind of, you know, take advantage of those, you know, those yards, the rushing uh, yards. Absolutely. Like Kyler or, um, you know, even, even Herbert can – can run and does you know Russell Wilson, um, but he, that's another guy that you know isn't going to run as much as he used to. Um, yeah, getting into that that mid thirty, late thirty stage, um, and look at the weapons he's going to have to work with. Uh, you know, the the guy from Nevada, D- uh, Dubs, uh, I'm blanking on the other two receivers. They, they got uh, Christian the, Watson. Watson, yeah, right. Um, uh, that's a little 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 scary for me. He's going to have to dump off to 
to Aaron Jones a lot. He's another guy that's getting, you know, a little older too. And they've got AJ Dillon, the, the, you know, uh, speaking of running backs with huge calves. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm selling here. What do you, what do you think, Lance? Yep. A hundred percent on board with you. Uh, he's a huge sell for me. You know, what's crazy is finished last season's QB six, number 11 overall player in fantasy, but he's no, he's QB 17 on keep trade cuts, dynasty rankings. And despite all that, I'm still selling him. He's mm. nearly 40, just lost Devontae Adams. Like you said, they replaced Devontae with a couple of no-name rookies. Yeah. His top threat at receiver is undrafted Alan Lazard. Those are all scary to me. I still think Rodgers has a, a strong season, but what I think also plays a part of it, he's going to be more of a game manager, I think. I don't think you're going to see the highs and everything. He's still going to be good. And then I think they're really going to go conservative. I think like you mentioned they're two great running backs. They have a good offensive line. And I think they probably have the best defense in the NFL. So I see them really relying more on that instead of making Rodgers perform at the highest level yeah. and carry them uh, on his back and everything. Yeah, I think if, if you're a Packers fan, you're you're just happy that he's still great. Um, I think if you're expecting huge dynasty numbers, don't expect it. And especially if you're a team like you've been holding on to Rodgers for – you know, since your startup and you're like, well, you know, maybe I need to restart up, you know, get something for Rogers while I can. I think the time is now, especially you could sell yeah. to a contender. So yeah, I would definitely yeah. take advantage of that. So, yeah, obviously a contender would be the only one really interested unless that person, unless somebody's a Packers fan, mm. but yeah, like, uh, it's just, you know, he's already talking about retirement too. And that's, that's yeah. always scary to me, you know, him and Brady are guys that, they, you know, if they ended after this year, I would not be surprised, especially Brady. But uh, with mm-hmm. Rodgers, he's he's pr- pretty much even mentioned it. He's it's really a one year deal he's on, and you know maybe they win the Super Bowl, maybe he just rides off into the sunset kind of thing. Maybe yeah, he starts he sees what Tom Brady just got and is like, if somebody wants to pay me three hundred million to talk sports, then I'll do that. You know? Yeah, yeah, especially if like he's a regular like on the Pat McAfee show or something like that. They just offer him a shit ton of money or like. Amazon or something like that. I think he would totally do that. But um, you know, he also he's just like Tom, where he loves to just compete, and they they're like one of those guys. They have to be doing something. They get so yeah, like uh, I wouldn't say ADD, but you know, they're they're very like pressure driven people. They really have yeah. to. They they thrive on pressure. So, and Rogers um, is a narcissist, and he wants the attention. So if you retire, definitely. you lose a lot of that attention. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I mean, he would find ways to keep himself distracted. You know going on jeopardy and doing all those things. But, uh, yeah. Now, uh, just thinking about this too, from a dynasty perspective, who was a better season? Do you think a rod or say maybe a Patrick Mahomes where they're kind of in the same, uh, situation where they're receivers, they don't have that elite, you know, Tyreek Devonta's gone. They have these, you know, they got Juju and then they got, you know, Christian MBS. Watson and yeah. Yeah, MVS. So who, who do you think, Going again, going off topic here. Sorry. Uh, oh, who do you think is a better dynasty season? Do you think Mahomes or A Rod? Definitely Mahomes. Uh, yeah. But I also think Mahomes at QB three is is overdrafted at this point because of you know losing Tyreek. You know he's going to not be as explosive. Like I still think he's obviously going to be really good, but I think it's going to be more a more conservative kind of game plan. The MVS will stretch the field a little bit, but Mahomes runs more. And then I also think the Chiefs' defense is a lot worse. Mm. So I think Coming from Mahomes behind. is going to have to do do more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, and, you know, just the youth model too, like Rogers gets hurt. Mahomes has really had like one or two injuries so far. And only one was like a injury that took him out for multiple games. Mm-hmm. And Rogers, you know, breaks his collarbone every other year, even though he's yeah. been pretty good about staying healthy recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Give, give me Mahomes, but he's another, Mahomes is a guy that, you know, in redraft, I probably avoid at ADP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, all good points there for sure. Let's go to number five. This might be your first buy since you've sold so far. Let's go Jonathan Taylor. What do you think about this one? Jonathan Taylor. I would love to buy Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, the Colts are very run heavy in that offense. You got Matt Ryan, the quarterback now, which if you're a Colts fan, holy crap, you're happy, especially after that that disastrous finish last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Pittman and Pierce, and um, I'm blanking on the tight end that they just drafted. Um which it could still be between him and uh, oh yeah, Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods and that then dude the, is massive. Yes, the big man. But I still see them. Uh, I I don't think. Uh, I'm, dang it, I'm blanking on the other running back. Marlon Mack, Hines. Hines, thank you. I, I saw that that you know, uh, Frank Reich was like, oh, if I'm a fantasy player, I'd be buying yeah, right. Hines. I'm like, yeah, never never that. listen to a coach talk about fantasy. 100%. Exactly, especially during the off season OTAs, etc. Yep. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm definitely buying if I could. Uh, I don't know what the price would be. Uh, uh, man, a you'd, lot. Have to pay a, you'd have to pay a lot. Uh, if you're super, super confident in Jonathan Taylor and you're like, screw it, like, give me the best running back all the time, I'll do it, then, you know, by all means. But, um, yeah, I'd definitely love to buy here for sure. What do you, what do you think, Lance? So I'm selling, obviously, at the right price, though. Like, don't take a discount, right. nothing like that. But this was a tough one for me. I'm a Jonathan Taylor owner, uh, and, you know, he's 23. He's entering his third season league. He's easily the running back one in Dynasty, but that's why he's a sell to me at the right price because Taylor's value can't go up any higher. He's mm. never going to be younger than he is today. Unfortunately, that's true for all of us. And he can't be valued higher than a running back one. The history of running backs repeating running back one years is few and far between, too. Mm. You mentioned uh, Naheem Hines, who is a legit threat in the passing game, and he's a good running back. And you had Frank Reich talking about him. He's a good weapon. I think that kind of limits Taylor's impact in the passing game, which is where uh, running backs really get their value to. Mm. I do think he's still going to have an impact in the passing game, especially with Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan's going to dump off more. But if you're not competing, you obviously have to trade him. And I would consider trading him if you really need to – like if you can get Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, you do it. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know if anyone – it's going to do that unless you, you know, you're mixing and matching pretty well. But um, if, if I own Chase and JJ, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell for Taylor, but really any running back, you sell those guys. Uh, I don't, you know, it's, t- I think um, it's your next like, year's class. You got, if you got, you know, huge hopes on that, which a lot of people do, that's the big. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause market Robinson, consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Bijan Robinson's coming and everything. I do think, yeah. you know, it really depends on the league. Like, I think in mm. our 14 teamer, people value the running backs more than the receivers. So, I definitely think like there is a chance that somebody would trade Jonathan Taylor for Justin Jefferson straight up. I mm. think some of the smarter players that, that know receivers are going to last a lot longer yeah. probably wouldn't do that. But Taylor is going to get you more points probably than Jefferson. Yeah, I think that definitely that league is a little more uh, uh, reckless than, say, some other yeah. ones. But um, they like to take a little more risks um especially if that that draft we had too um yeah <laughs> yep um so yeah I, I think yeah definitely buy if you can um i wouldn't really give up the farm for him but um i would 
give up some pieces, you know, especially if I'm win now. Like, I don't, he's not going to, you know, smash as hard as he did last season, but he's, you know, he's still an amazing talent. So, and, and Colts are definitely going to, you know, run the ball down your throat. So I would definitely buy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, if you can't get a receiver, maybe if you tear down and you do maybe like uh Javante Williams, and if you can get like a, some kind of 23 first out of it mm-hmm. or something like that, um, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody would do that either, but that does lead into my number six player, Javante Williams. So uh, what do you think about Williams. that? Javante Williams. I'm, uh, Ooh, man. That's a tricky one. I, I, yeah, I'm going to say bye, one. but it's close. Mm-hmm. It's close because uh, with the logjam and Melvin Gordon didn't really have that bad of a lot of season. Last no, he's still season. good. He's, he's still good. good. He's still got it. So Denver's still going to run the ball. They're going to have a one-two punch. Um, Russ is going to, you know, Russ is going to cook. You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, they got they got they got Hamler. They got Sutton. Um, Jerry Judy. Uh, I assume he's out of trouble for now. So, um, yeah, I think Broncos he's going to be Broncos going to be good, not amazing, but. Um, I think I think it's a buy just based on the age and the talent and um, yeah, Melvin Gordon is kind of the big question mark, but uh, I think it's a buy barely. Uh, what do you think? Uh, it's really a, a flip of a coin for me. I, I lean sell just because. So earlier in the offseason, you know, he was running back to and keep trade cuts rookie dynasty rankings. That was too high for me. Now that the Broncos re-signed Gordon, he's dropped to four. Yeah. I think that's a pretty solid. Uh, yeah. place for him at two that is was the big bomb. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I think he's an impressive running back but i think he's overhyped i and i love selling players off hype so shocker selling him um yeah. the he's in an upgraded offense uh with russell wilson now uh unfortunately though wilson really isn't a check down guy and that's not re- really where javante excels either he's not really in the passing game he's a tough runner who breaks tackles and I think just because that upgrade offense, he's going to flirt with double-digit touchdowns this year. But I don't think he's going to gain a ton of value in the near future. I don't. Maybe goes up to running back three, maybe two again. I just don't see that. And I wouldn't want to bet on that. Mm-hmm. He's been in a timeshare since college, so we've never really seen him as the lead back. And that just might be who he is. Maybe he's just a timeshare back, and that's not a guy you really want at running back two, running back four, or anything like that at the, at his age and how much people are hyping him. He's a guy I'd, I'd consider selling if you can get something similar to what mm. you know you get for like a Jonathan Taylor. You could probably get, yeah, you could probably get him cheaper than say a Jonathan Taylor, a little more, oh, yeah. a little more of a discount. Um, and he's a year not, younger than, uh, than Jonathan Taylor too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Not as, not as much, not as much tread on the tire as yeah. Jonathan Taylor. So, yeah, um, so if you can get a player in like a early to mid first next year. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's stick with the Broncos and go Russell Wilson. What do you think about that one? Russ. Russ is a sell for me. Russ is a sell. Um, it, it depends on your situation, but um, I think I'd still sell. Um, he's only he's only getting older. Um, he had the injury his, you know the injury last year. Um, still a really great offense with Denver, like we just mentioned with Javante mm-hmm. and Melvin Gordon and they got Hamler and Sutton and those dudes and uh, and um, Dolchich and Albert O. Uh, um, it's going to be a fun fun year uh, in Denver, but um, I think I think I'm selling. Just you know, the, the age model is definitely a factor for me in the dynasty. What do you, What do you think, Lance? I really went back and forth on this one. I on, like when I was doing my notes, I I had one and I deleted one. it and then did another. Yeah. 
It's it's a it's a close one. I picked a good one here. Um, yeah. But I'm I think I'm buying on this one. You know, okay. Wilson was was really bad at times last year, and there's certainly a question if he's peaked and is now on the backside of his career, especially because you're talking about the age. Molly's 33. He's a guy who relies on his athletic ability, and once that's gone, it really kind of scares you. But I just think this Broncos offense just might be too talented to fail. They, you know, despite playing with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf last year, Wilson gets a, a big upgrade on offense. All those guys you just mentioned, they are stacked. I think they have the best collection of just offensive talent in the league, if you if you look at it like that. And I think they really fit Wilson's strengths, especially, you know, Sutton's awesome. KJ Hamler, I think, is going to catch a lot of moon shots. Uh, you've got both those tight ends that are going to stretch the field. And I think, you know, there's really a possibility that Denver lets Russ cook. I think him going from a slow, run-heavy offense to one that will potentially allow him to do more could be a huge upgrade on offense. You know, at 33, maybe he's a guy that, you know, has the kind of, maybe not Brady, but maybe he's a Rodgers kind of thing where he can go into his late 30s. That gives you another five-ish years. Mm. So if I really am chasing a championship in those next couple of years, you know, in a dynasty, you really can only have two to three year windows. I think I'd buy Wilson at that point. Yeah, and he, he's going to be a, a you know a smart dude about this. He's not going to be the same. You know, and won't make like reckless plays or like trying to stretch out for first downs. But he's going to make a lot of business moves because he knows you know this is this is probably his last shot of winning a, a, a ring here. So mm-hmm. and he's and this division is going to definitely air it out every every single week. So you know, gonna twice with the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders. So um, be a lot of fun, uh, exciting matchups if you're just a football fan alone. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think you I think you uh, changed my mind here in this one. <laughs> I think it's still a sell. If, say if I'm just like not going to this year, I'm building for 2023. I think I still sell and get yeah, I, you know I totally as much as you can. But if you're like on the on the brink of like oh, it might be you know fifth or sixth place, but I could squeak in the playoffs. Say if I get like Russ or like Rogers, then then I think you do it. Um, it's it's definitely a tricky one, but uh, yeah, for me it's a sell. But uh, you would buy it, but you make outstanding points there for sure. Um, and this offense is gonna be a, a a lot of fun. So um, definitely all good points there for sure. Yeah, and I do think if you're selling them, like there are some fun younger players that are buy low that you can probably get and a pick. Like you know, depending how you feel about Justin Fields, if you can get Justin Fields and a pick for Wilson, like that could be real money. Hmm. Yeah, let's go to uh, Justin Fields too at, at yeah. ten. What do you think about Fields? Oh man, they they just did not help him this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, um, I think I still I think I still buy just based on his potential. Um, being a bear and just that franchise kind of scares me, but um, I think I'm just banking on him probably trying to do a lot by himself this year and getting that rushing mm-hmm. ability. Hopefully he doesn't get sacked like five or six times a game, but you know, could see that happening. He, he probably so. will. Um, that's so, just part of his game. It's like Burrow. I think, a, I think he just holds it until he finds something open. Something Mooney or whatever. Um, I think really just a, Mooney. <laughs> Mooney. It was Mooney. Um, <laughs> damn. I think I'm gonna buy. It's close. I don't think I'm gonna give up the farm necessarily for him to get. You know, he's still a Bears franchise quarterback, but um, I think I'm buying just based off his. Talent. And I think that's a, I think that's something I'm gonna go gut instinct here. What, what do you what do you think, Lance? You buying or selling? He he, I'm buying. He's one of my favorite buys, but he comes with such risk. You brought it like there's a lot of risk here with the buy, and that's not exactly the kind of things you want to do. But I think the payoff could really just be amazing. 
you know, the, like you said, the bears have really not done anything to help him. They really set him up to fail. And that's not what you want for your second year quarterback. He's now with a regime that did not draft him. So I think there is actually a legit chance that if the bears are bad, which they will be, that he could be on the outs in Chicago, Mm -hmm. but you just can't deny that talent. The dude is built to be a fantasy stud. Yeah. He's an accurate deep passer plays with aggression and is already one of the better scramblers at quarterback. It's obviously going to be a tough year for him, but imagine if he can overcome this bad team and, you know, get, if he can get the team to six, seven wins, like he is going to really take a big leap. And uh, I just think his future is so bright. You know, the bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, but that means they're going to be behind a lot and he's going to have to do a lot. And that's what you really want at a fantasy quarterback. And if he's yep. really like your fantasy, if, if you're in a super flex and he's your second quarterback, mm-hmm. that's even better. So um, I, I think he has a chance to flirt with being a QB one this year, especially with that uh, rushing ability. And then if he does fail, I think another team will absolutely take a shot on him and he probably becomes a better buy at that point. But right now I'm still buying. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's a, it's a um, good buy for sure. Um just, yeah, like you said, um, based on his talent. And then, um, sorry, I got to, I got if you want to take it from here real quick, I got to enjoy it real quick. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, my next player, we got two more players on the list. Uh, my next one is Mark Andrews. He's a sell to me. Um, this is, this was a tough one too. He absolutely destroyed last year in the second half of the season. So why would I want to sell an elite tight end who is going to turn 27 right before the season starts? He's just another guy. I just don't see his value rising that much. He had a perfect storm last year, which led to just an incredible season. But the, you know, the Ravens transformed into a pass happy team last year after injuries to pretty much every running back on the roster, especially JK Dobbins. Then once Lamar Jackson got hurt, his backup quarterback, uh, Tyler Huntley just fed Andrews week after week. With Jackson, it's a little different. He he was more targeting Marquise Brown. I know Hollywood's gone, and the Ravens really have Rashad Bateman now, and really nobody else, but I just can't see Andrews duplicating his production, and then you've got that age mile. I think 27 people still like to buy that. 28, it's a little Mm. different. I definitely expect the Ravens to be extremely run-heavy again with their lack of weapons. Andrews still finishes as a top-five tight end to me this year, but this is peak value, so I'm trading him. What do you think about Andrews? I love that. I I could see people probably trying to buy maybe like Bateman over Andrews, mm-hmm. especially if you just based on like the age and it's like, Oh, well, Hollywood's gone. So this is the guy, but you know, again, they're, they're still very uh, run oriented. Um, yeah. L- all good points there, especially uh, at the tight end position and just with the Ravens. So um, yeah, I love I, I, like I said, I could see, I was actually going to ask you, what do you think about uh, buyer sell on Rashad Bateman? Bateman, I'm buying. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough because his height is crazy. For he, you know, he didn't have like an incredible rookie year. He, you know, dealt with those groin injuries and everything. But Lamar Jackson's an amazing passer. He just lost Hollywood. Um, mm. I think Bateman has a ton of potential. I know you own him in a couple of leagues, so I know you like yes. him and everything. Yes, uh, I, I would cons- I would consider selling him because of that hype, and you know, maybe he doesn't turn into what everybody thinks, mm-hmm. and you can still sell off of that. But he still has a ways to go too. So if I, you know, I sell anybody at the right price. But to me, still young, still has a ton of potential to go up. And everyone, I a lot of people I trust just love him. So he's a guy yeah. I probably hold unless I just get an incredible deal. Exactly. And, and then it, you know, and Andrews is definitely Lamar's guy. I mean, we we saw all those how many 
um, how many times Andrews was like a, t- a top five producer in each week with Lamar or, you know, Tyler Huntley or whatever. So, um, but yeah, def- I would definitely take advantage of that, of that, that peak value right there with Andrews. I think that's a, I think that's a good idea to sell Andrews for sure. Especially if people are buying into the, the, the bait, the Bateman narrative where he's like the wide receiver one and, you know, all mm. that stuff. So. Yeah, Andrews, you know, if somebody values him as, like, tight end two, because he's never going to one, that's going to be Kyle Pitts. We're getting a bunch more good tight ends coming. And yeah. like I said, that, that 20, 27 people still are like, okay, he's young. 28 people start getting a little more worried. Even though we probably, like, if he can have a Travis Kelsey-like career, he's got six, seven more years, which is mm-hmm. really good. But, you know, let somebody else take on that risk. Is that is that our next segue, Lance? Or are we? Uh... It is not my uh, no segue oh. on this one. Uh, I, I it would have been perfect. I had some good yeah. segues, but not this one. Uh, our <laughs> final player on the list, Jalen Waddle. What do you think? Jalen Waddle. I uh, I'm a, I'm a buy here. I'm a big fan of of Waddle. Um, I think uh, Tyreek getting him. I mean, Tyreek hurt his value just a teeny bit, but not really that much. Um, yeah, I, I love Waddle. He had a great season last year. I think he's, you know, average QB proof with with uh, Tua. Um, I don't think Tua is really their long term solution anyway, especially if they have a bad season this year, mm-hmm. where they they're getting their the off season darling hype, especially with the the new head coach. So yeah, I, um, I can see but, Teddy starting by you know October. Yeah, yeah. If he's just like, I mean, this is make or break. I mean, he's he's got to put up or shut up yep. for sure. So um, and that's why they brought Teddy in to put the pressure on. Um, I think I still buy. I'm just again, just talent alone. He's in a uh, great prospect, so I think I'm buying here. What do you think, Lance? Yeah, definitely buying, especially if you can get a discount. Now they brought in Tyreek Hill, I think that hurts. Obviously, hurts him a little bit. But Waddle was fantasy gold last year. He played a much different role than many people expected. You know, a lot of people thought he was a deep threat. He was really a chain mover last year, which proves that he's much more than a speed guy, which is really what you want. If you can get a combination of both. And I think that's why he's really going to excel in this Mike McDaniel offense, which is going to be a massive upgrade, even if two is not that much better. You know, we talked about Tyree kill. They added Cedric Wilson, but that just gives you a discount. I, you know, it hurts his ceiling uh, a little bit. You know, you're not going to get those crazy weeks anymore, but Tyree kill is not the youngest guy in the world. And Jalen Waddle is just in his second year. So if you can get a discount, that would be great. I, you know, I, I think he really excels in that short offense, uh, that short passing game offense. And, you know, you have, might have to be a little patient with Waddle. Might be, you know, two years from now that he really hits again. But that's perfect for a team that's rebuilding. You know, mm. if, you don't, if you do want to buy some kind of uh, younger players and everything, seems like a perfect guy for a rebuilding team who can then resell him in a couple of years at a higher value. Yeah, and then yeah, then Maddie and Tyreek just kind of like they're just they're building on that you know potential window for Miami to you know finally get back to the playoffs and um, and if Tua stinks they'll they'll go after one of those great QBs next year or maybe a later second or third you know QB in that draft so somebody they really like or they'll trade up or you know I'm not sure about their pick situation next year but um uh yeah definitely a Waddle great buy definitely would try to buy if you can yeah so i yeah totally with you so we had a lot of sales here i only had a few buys but uh which is you know 
par for the course for us. We're, we're, mm. We like to sell, especially yeah. in Dynasty. Yes. Uh, are there any other players that, you know, maybe you want to talk about? Or I had one good? I had one great area one where I wasn't sure about. I'm thinking about the Chiefs running backs in general. I think like with mm. Jones and CEH, um, you know, the recent news about CEH and how they had that gallbladder surgery last year and he's not the same dude. But he's got a full year of health. Are, are you buying or are you selling any of those running backs? So I, I've sold CH once this offseason, but I would buy him right now. Uh, mm. I think I, I don't buy into the uh, Ronald Jones uh, being a running back at all. He's not very good. I do yeah. think you know he'll get he'll get his opportunities, but he's going to fumble and he'll lose that. Yeah. And I think be because they have Ronald, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> and because they have Ronald Jones, I think CH finally gets that passing game role. And I think mm. losing Tyreek Hill, like their number one receiver, is either Sky Moore. Or MVS, I think CH is finally gonna, you know, just out of necessity, uh, get a lot of that. And I actually think he's an underrated running back. I think mm. uh, he has good vision. Uh, he's obviously not the most athletic guy. He's, you know, he's not gonna ever live up to that hype where people are saying to take him first overall and redraft and stuff. But at this discounted price, still young, um, really depends what you have to pay for him. But I, w- I would buy him. You, do you think hot take here? Do you think he becomes like a top five scorer next year as far as the running back category? No, I don't. I don't think he no. ever does that. But if he can become a high end running back two, or if he even flirts with that low end running back one, like you're not paying those prices. So I think that's that's solid. And I think he's mm-hmm. a guy definitely in redraft. Like you know later, like if you're going more of a zero running back kind of builds and everything, he's a guy you definitely want to target. Um, mm-hmm. Let somebody else overdraft him if they're going to, but I think the stink is really on him at this point. Where he, to me, he's a bargain um, at that price. And you know, if you are a believer in him, then maybe he's Brian Westbrook. Brian Westbrook, similar build, similar you know, play for Andy Reid. Didn't start off his career super hot, and maybe maybe this is what it is. The one thing that worries me is at LSU they just they played to his strengths, and what's crazy is with the Chiefs they just don't run him. They don't put him in the passing game like he should be used and mm. that's frustrating yeah no definitely but, I, I i did have one more i wanted to bring up keep going yeah um uh, oh, nick chubb what do you think about nick chubb you buying or selling i'm selling nick chubb i okay you know, in real life i'm buying what you did chubb, in real life yeah <laughs> yeah but uh you know he's just a guy that as much talent as talent as he is he's a guy that doesn't really tickle my fancy in dynasty he doesn't catch passes he's in a timeshare so you really have to rely – like, it's nice that the Browns are a run-heavy team, so that does give them value. And he's going to have those spike weeks and stuff, but the not p- catching passes really scares me. And he's already mm. 26. He's had that major knee injury from college, which right. you know, hasn't affected him now or anything. And then they have that – they have three or four running backs that they like to utilize and stuff. So he's a guy that if you can sell him for the right price, I'd definitely sell him. Mm. And uh, with them having Kareem Hunt still – probably a factor or yeah yeah definitely yeah. like it's interesting because he doesn't have any more guaranteed money they're paying Dearness johnson like two or three million dollars so he's they they're gonna have to utilize both of them uh, you know right. cream yeah. hunt cream hunt does somehow get traded or cut which i'm not expecting then you know chubb's floor goes up a little bit um but that's when that's more of i i want Dearness johnson at that point yeah than yeah than chubb he just kind of like He's all right. If, if he can maybe, oh, I need a running back. Maybe Chubb's interesting. You don't have to like overpay for him either. You can get something, you know, trade some something decent, like a mid mid pick next year, maybe. Or yeah. The only, prob- 
the only problem is like he's so good in real life that that bleeds over in fantasy and then if you own chubb like you're probably not trading him for cheap at all uh, mm. especially with how hard it is to get running backs and everything yeah mm. so um but yeah if you're a contender and you really need a running back like that might be a good buy especially you know it really it's tough because you don't know the Deshaun Watson stuff because if Deshaun Watson plays like it's kind of like the Russell Wilson thing where it's automatically going to give him double digit touchdowns with Javante Williams. So, but if it's Jacoby Brissett or somebody else for a season, I that just hurts his his ceiling and his floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, interesting points there for sure. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Unless you have any other players uh, you want to bring up while we're talking about it. I mean, I could. I could go for days, but uh, I need you to get back to those margaritas there. It, they are calling my <laughs> name here in Mexico. Yeah. Cool. No, well, this, uh, this is good. Yeah, this is a good time. Yeah, this was fun. We uh, we had uh, we had twelve plus players. You know, this was some mm. good uh, some good insight, I think. So, um, yeah, let's let's wrap it up there. We will uh, be back next week. Uh, not sure what topic we want to talk about. We'll. we'll figure that out in this next week and um as long as i make it home safely from mexico i think you, you better because we got a pod to do next week that's true the pod <laughs> must go on um yeah it'll be a it'll be a wild card surprise we, uh, we'll keep the audience on their on their toes for sure that's right yep well uh thank you for everybody for listening you can follow me at casually ginger pd you want to plug anything any more joey stuff you want to plug your own twitter yeah anything else yeah, Joey's always a good follow at Joey the Dude on, on IG. He's been a crazy boy right now. He's just like back and forth scratching on the door and wants to see, <laughs> wants to see mom. So I miss my dog. Um, I know, I know. You'll be you'll be back to Walter soon. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I am at on Twitter. I'm at uh, LJ underscore PD or Petty, however you want to say it. Uh, P E D E Y. Um, I pretty much just follow great minds like uh, Casually Ginger. So um, a lot of a great lot follow of promoting there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of Lions content, too. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, we yeah. will see you next week. Thanks again, Petey. All right. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye.